Bum 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 bum. I don't know why I'm coming in with that I football. Miss, I miss that um that style of music though. Like, those anthems, those themes. Right. Now they kind of just played out. No, it's true. It's true. But guys, we come to you with a hot topic. Yes, hot topic. This is another ten for ten featuring your boy Cameron A. Sharp and I am Malentito, and we come here today to bring you a hot button issue, a hot button topic, a hot button dispute. Yeah, man, the sports community is ablaze. This thing pops up on, uh, I guess it was on Facebook or some, like Twitter or something, and a buddy of mine texted it to me, and he's like, I, I need to know what you guys think. And it is, who would win in a seven-game series? The 2000-2001 Los Angeles Lakers versus who, Cameron? Them Golden State Warriors of today's era. And that is, and like, let's just go through, let go through who, real quick, who's on that 2001 Lakers team real quick. All right, man. You all know of the two superstars that played for the Lakers, Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. But they had a supporting cast of some great players as well. Derek Fisher at point guard, Rick Fox at small forward, Devin George. Horace Grant, Ron Harper, Robert Horry, LeBron's favorite coach, Tyron Lou, <laughs> Mark Madison, Isaiah Ryder, and Brian Shaw. Just to name a few. Just to name a few. And see, and you know, and I, I am in the camp of that I think that today's Golden State Warriors would sweep, would blow out. I'm not sweeping this team. They would, I, I think if they, it's not a sweep. Kobe steals one, no. maybe you two said games. Kobe steals one? Kobe wasn't even the best player on that team at the time. Shaquille O'Neal, the most dominant center ever to play the game, was playing. I just think, dude, I think that, you know, you can't stop Shaq and Kobe from getting theirs, but the supporting cast does not outweigh the Golden State Warriors. They so just you, don't. So do you want to run down for the people who right now are the starting five for the Golden State Warriors? It's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond mm. Green, and DeMarcus Cousins. And do not get me mm. wrong. I, f- I know that DeMarcus would get demolished yeah. by Shaq down low. Yes, I realize that. Mm. But do you know who wouldn't be able to get out to the perimeter quick enough to cover Cousins on the line? Shaq. Shaq was probably the most agile big man we've ever seen. I saw that Carl Malone. As he soon could as the switching, the floor as like a soon gazelle. as the switching starts, it's all over. That, that's one thing that uh, Kobe mentioned in his interview this past week was was a phenomenal interview with Mike Greenberg. So good. He did mention that it would really boil down to the momentum of the game. Yeah. Do, does Golden State shoot you out of the game, or do they control the pace with their passing? It's and, and but that's I believe where that they this. But see, I believe that this Lakers team was battle tested enough to get to the finals and win. They only lost to one man because it wasn't the team that beat him that year. They went 15-1, and one, and Allen Iverson put on a show to give them that one loss. We all saw the infamous uh, the poster step. that he put on uh, Ty- Tyron Lue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the only person they lost to. And I don't see how you could say now that that team, as dominant as they were, would fall to a team like this that hasn't even really shown as much yet. They're Haven't good. shown as They're much. They're good yet. on paper, but I'm talking about those five together as a collective. I'm saying those five as a collective. Like we haven't seen those five have their best game yet. I say. I mean, that's one fair, of them goes off a night. I, that's fair. But, but together, let's take, back, let's take it back to the second year that the Warriors won it all. Okay, that team versus this Lakers team. 
Lakers still get them in. I think the Lakers get them in in five. You're talking, you're talking about the, you're talking about the year they won over seventy two games. The, the Harrison Barnes years, the Andrew Bogut years. Uh, mm, was David right after that? Oh, the seventy two win team or seventy three win team? Excuse yeah. me. No, no, Lakers still win. Lakers still get them, bro. It's all about timing. It's all about. I love how timing. we always go back to that. That is that was the beginning of the advice. Continue to plug it. No, think about this though. You got who? Who's guarding Kobe? You gonna give him Clay? You gonna Clay's guarding Kobe? Honestly, I put KD on him. You put KD on Kobe? Yeah. We talking about number eight, Kobe, bro. Still, you would shut him down. We talking about dunk contest, Kobe. You would shut. You would shut him down. You put Kevin Durant today's Kevin Durant on Kobe Bryant. We talking about balling on the court, trying to beat the rape case, Kobe. You think that this man's gonna get stopped by anybody to get to the championship this year? I don't know. No, but and even then, uh, who do you think then would be the MVP of that series? Because Shaq won the MVP of that finals in two thousand one. I think Shaq would be. You think I think Shaq, Shaq would, would be? The MVP? I think the Warriors would win, but would I think Shaq, Shaq would would get it because game in and game out, Shaq would be putting up probably about like forty points. Yeah, no, Shaq's probably and because that's, the games were just so played so differently, dude. Like analytically, they're gonna shoot threes all day mm-hmm. today in today's game, but. Back in the two, early 2000s, they were still tossing it down low to Shaq. It depends that, on that, whose that game we're playing. Whose era anymore. are we bringing it to? Are we bringing it up an era or are we going back down no, to No, see, that's, that's my thing. Issue. That's my thing is I think they should play in a limbo. Yeah. To yeah. where it's just like they're just playing just in. Just play like, at the Rucker. Yeah, exactly. Just they're go just play at the Rucker. Yeah. They're not playing with any rules. Like, they're just playing. Oh, then, then definitely the Lakers are going to win that series. Uh, eight times out of ten. The only reason I give it two is because I believe in Clay Thompson. He's the one, and I also believe that Kevin Durant is capable to get you one game. Kevin Durant will get you a long way. Dude. He's the X factor that Shaq is for them. Right. And now I, I'm, I'm mentioning Shaq a lot because he, first of all, he's one of my favorite players of all time. But also because when you're looking at these teams, it really does boil down to the to the obvious thing: the freak of nature on the team. You know what I'm saying? Who's the guy that cannot be fucked with? Every single team, sort of like, um, sort of like how the Lakers have always done. They've always got that guy, like the Kareem's, the the uh, Will Chamberlain's of the world, that just could not be stopped at their position. And that's what KD brings for the Warriors, and Shaq brings for the Lakers. Uh, still, we have not even brought up one of the most key factors in this entire debate. The one thing that shuts down your argument for thinking that these Warriors could beat these Lakers, it is. The Zen Master. The Zen Master taught Steve Kerr the way. All right? He groomed Steve Kerr to not only be the player that he is, but to now be a coach. The Zen Master will not take an L to his apprentice. I just don't see it happening. Fair enough. That's a good angle. That's a good angle, and I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it with you because you're right. Phil Jackson, I don't think. And you're getting Phil Jackson, His basically... His, like, second prime. Yep. So. (laughs) You're right. He did have a run, man. Yeah, so it's, uh, so, yeah, you're right. I don't think Phil Jackson would be able to take it to Steve, will be able to take it to Steve Kerr. Um, I'm not not sure he'll get out. I don't know if Steve Kerr will get flat out coached. No, I still, I take it back. I still think the players outweigh the means. I think think they will. I think the Warriors would still win. No, the Zen Master has a way of setting up defenses that, confuse star players. I don't know if Kevin Durant could get back from the type of 
com- type of concoction. Just saying that he would do. Just saying, there's yeah. a reason nobody uses the triangle anymore. This is well, it's a, it's an outdated it's an outdated system, right? But for the game, it was the most effective at the sure. time. At the, the time, the most effective. That was 20 years ago. But you're negating the defense of Rick Fox. You're negating the shooting 20 years of Devin ago. George. They were good 20 years ago. Yeah. These guys are playing today. But that's what's so funny about this conversation as a whole. It's like, yo, like even if you wanted to decide who was going to win and who would, the, the game has changed. completely different games. Completely evolved. That's why. That's what I really uh, – I still don't know how much I believe him. But really, guys, I think you should go back and like, – if you can catch that uh, with – was it Mike Greenblatt? Mike Greenberg. Yeah, yeah Mike Greenberg. Yeah. Uh, he His interview with Kobe is really good. And I don't know how much I believe Kobe on this, mm. but Kobe says that, you know, in the great debate between him and Michael and LeBron and all, you know, everybody, he doesn't really care that much. Yeah. And he says it with a smirk on his face, but I, I kind of believe him. I, I think at the end of the day, I don't think Kobe really gives a shit. No. And he's, he's too um, accomplished in his latter years. To not even to care. really care. He, yeah. he has moved on successfully from the game. But one quote I took away from that was when he said he really doesn't care. He typically does not engage in things he cannot definitively win. Yep. I believe him when he says that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Kobe, without a doubt, wants to know, like, why would I argue with you? I'm right. You know, Kobe's one of those guys. Right. Like, and, like, just like he did to that fan. Hold up five fingers, man. <laughs> That's the only argument I need. Because <laughs> we all get in this game to win championships. And Kobe Bryant was a is a champion and will always be a champion. Totally, man. Uh, what you was another takeaway from that from that Greenberg interview that you really appreciated? I like the fact that Kobe now has taken his career the same way Mike Tyson took his career. Totally, yes. He, he did the thing in the arena. Now he's living his life outside of that and building something better for himself. Kobe has really shown, he's laid a blueprint down for everybody else that's going to be leaving the game. Have another thing ready to go. Yep. It was really cool. You need to have that exit avenue, that Mm -hmm. avenue that's going to keep you going for the next 20 years so you don't sit there and go, man, I just wasted the best 20 years of my life playing basketball. No, man, the next 30 years are the best part of your life because now you get to use all of the stuff that you have acquired mm-hmm. over the last 20 and finally put them to use bro kobe's a mogul he's gonna be, he's gonna be entertainment nuts, man. he's gonna he's gonna be like he's gonna be bigger than jay-z i bet no he definitely already is bigger than Jay-Z. i'm just saying like i'm but, talking about like having his hand in literally everything and it's yeah. all gonna turn into gold yeah yeah because like you mentioned how like you know the pockets are deep the pockets, right. the pockets are deep he yes he, he can do whatever he wants broke. <laughs> he like if kobe wanted to go looking for atlantis he could you know what i mean <laughs> True. The mama will find it. Yeah. The mama will find it. He has the ability to now. That's one thing that I don't think um, the Michael Jordans of the world That'd had. Be That'd be a the Magic Johnson, too. or even like in these new guys that are retiring, like Dwayne Wade. I don't think they have the storytelling aspect that Kobe has. Kobe can tell a story like no one else, and that you can tell in his interviews. He's a well thought out person. He has points that he needs to make, and he's effective in everything he does. Man. That's true. It's gonna be super scary to see where he is in the next few years. He's got that. Midas touch. Where do you think Kobe's going to be in the next 15 years? I wouldn't be surprised if Kobe is on the level of, you know, like a Mark Cuban. Ah. You know what I mean? Just like he gets into some stuff and he, he can just get starts. Him a team? Huh? He can get him a team. I, I don't know if he wants that. Nah, he, he's probably done with that. I, yeah. I coaching is like little girls. Yeah. I, I think he's, I don't think he's in that realm where he wants to go buy a team yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's, I don't, he's, I think he saw how Mike did it with the Wizards and how much, ish, how much trouble that's been. Yeah. And I just I don't think he's gonna I don't think Kobe's gonna do that. I could be completely wrong, but 
I wouldn't be surprised if Kobe like picked up like an NFL team or maybe a soccer team. I know he loves soccer. soccer. Yeah, he definitely would do some. Yeah, soccer. I wouldn't be surprised if he like started up like an MLS franchise somewhere. He'll get a women's team. Kobe's really been a heavy, <laughs> and I believe it's because of his his girls. But he's oh, been totally. a heavy advocate for increasing any the female next sport. Yeah, the, yeah, any female sport he can get his hands on to increase their knowledge on the game. He's there for it, man. Right. He's winning championships still with his his younger girls team. They I just know. got the cover of a, a famous sports magazine. Kobe is legit uh, showing us how to get things done. I believe people like uh, Steph, you know, for the opposing team, if we want to go that far. People like KD and Steph, they have really good other ventures that they do as well uh, that I believe is going to really change the way um, future players are going to retire and finish up strong. For sure. Um, Stephen Curry, I think one of the feel-good stories recently was that um, a younger girl wrote into him and talked about how his shoes did not come in girl sizes. And she was really concerned about that. She was really frustrated. And Steph not only read the note, but brought the younger girl in and helped design the insole for his new shoe. That's and picked the color. That's dope. That's changing the game. That's pushing things forward. Yeah. That's really dope on you, man. That's really rad. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, uh, I think that what we need to do right now is figure out how we can like change the way athletes look at the game. Kobe brought a new insight to me when he talked about how uh, Zion should approach the game and how uh, LeBron and Magic should see things now by saying, man, just focus on the game. There's going to be a lot of things. That you're going you're gonna to be good one game. You're going to be bad the next game, but you got to focus on the game and leading your team. Um, you think that now the Lakers should just go ahead and just take Kobe on as a coach, bro? So all this talk about dude that Luke interview Wong gets going. you so fired up because like he has such a quiet passion yeah. about him like you can just tell that he's he really cares about what he's, he's doing he's a fierce right competitor and you he's, know exactly and you see the ferocity still in his eyes when he's talking about his new projects mm-hmm. and i would love to see the dude in a suit walking up and down the court getting these young guys in line i would love to see that because he would i think that kobe has the the wisdom level to be a damn good head coach. Oh, yeah. But I do not think he wants any part of that at all. It's like a circus right now if Kobe comes to town. It would literally become oh, crazy. Oh, God. No, the, the the media storm that would continuously follow Kobe as a coach would be unbearable. Yeah. Oh, man. It would man. have to be at least like he would have to lay low for like 10 years and then start coaching. Mm, you're right, though. He would literally have and he, maybe he'd work his way up through the ranks. But uh, no, I feel like if Kobe Bryant comes in and says, hey, I want to be a coach, they're going to go, cool. Might be assistant for a season. Yeah, Jeannie Buss, she loves Kobe. Like, man. oh, dude, yeah. And you know he'd be the Lakers head coach in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. We, uh, yeah, we got we got to see that come to pass, man. Some way. Just I think I'm just dreaming, though. No, but same. I'm totally I'm dreaming. dreaming. It's never going to happen. I just want to see Kobe win more rings in the, in the NBA, and he will. And he will, man. Uh, I know we mentioned in our last episode, but I just want to talk a little bit about Comic Palooza 2019. They got some really big guests coming in, man. Um, I want to see the people I'm looking forward to is, of course, people like Trish Stratus and Lita. I'm a huge WWF Attitude Era fan. Yeah, dude. And uh, seeing those chicks at the height of their career would have been awesome. But seeing people like Scott Spisner from Tick, Jeremy Davies, who was on Lost, Mm -hmm. Justified, Saving Private Ryan. Um, And then just the overall beat in the environment. Uh, I think it's gonna be a great time. Man. Nah, dude, I love. Gonna, Com- I've been to Comic Blues before. It's a, it's a blast every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to get out there, guys. I, they're having a they're having a special event coming up soon, right? Yeah, man, they got a couple of special events coming up, and we're gonna keep you posted 
uh, throughout our time, just letting you all know what's going down with Comapalooza up until the event starts on May 10th through the 12th. Marcus on Calendars March people. 26th, though, you got to come on out to Westheimer because they're going to be a midnight launch party of Detective Comics 1000 at Ooh. Bedrock City. Thanks so to be my store, sure man. You are there at midnight. To check it on out, man. You've been to Bedrock a couple times? Oh, dude, Bedrock's a solid spot. Uh, that One that you're talking about over off West Hammer that used to be my store. Oh, hey, nice. Yeah. So if you uh, if you get the opportunity to and you're up at midnight, go check out the Detective Comics release. It's going to be awesome, man. And there'll be multiple events going on throughout the month of April, and we will be here every week to let you all know what's going down. That's Shout right, out that's to the right. great people at Comic Palooza. We hope to see you all of you there. In May, because we'll be there. That's right. Live streaming, hey, talking hey. to you all, getting some interviews, getting your comics. So if you don't know, we are the Unbiased Truth, and you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook. And Alan, please give the people the email. The email is the Unbiased Truth 3 at gmail.com. Your favorite Houston podcasters will be at Comic Palooza in May. Do not miss us. Do not miss it. And again, guys, I'm Alan Teetle. And I'm Cameron A. Sharp. This has been another 10 for 10, and we will catch you all later. Later, y'all.